Right, we're on Perak Hay Mishnah Hay. Basically, the uh, topic of of this Perak is a Ruvay Tchumen. We'll have an exception to that later today. Um, yesterday's Mishnah is talking about how you measure, uh, how you measure by when you come across a valley, when you come across a hill. Basically, it's straight across. You tunnel through the hill. You uh, go straight across the valley. Um, that's the way that you do it. In Mishnah Hay, we have a couple of more rules as far as uh, how you measure. Number one, the measuring has to be done by a mumche. No amateurs here. It has to be done by someone who's proficient. And also, we always are makel. So let's say that you take a measurement in one corner of the city and another corner of the city, and one comes out to be longer than the other. You always go by the longer of the two measurements and you extend that other one out to make it even. We go Lahakil. Also, if you have two professionals give you a me- measurement and one measurement comes out a little longer than the other one, you go by the longer one, again, because we're Makel. Uh, another thing we're Makel on is, is that uh, even an Eved, even a Shifcha, has no manners to say where the Tchum ends. And uh, the rule in all of this is that the Chachamim were Makel when it came to Tchum. So let's see all this inside. Ain Maidadim, Mumche. You only take a measurement from a mumche, from a professional, from somebody who's an expert. If the measurement came out a little longer in one place and a little shorter in the other, we go by the longer one. If one man, one mumche, went longer and the other one went a little shorter, we listened to the mumche who gave the longer measurement. Even an Evet or a Shifcha is neman to say that Tchum Shabbos extends to a certain point. That when the Chachamim made the rules of Tchumim, they always did it in a way that we're going to act more leniently rather than more stringently. Moving on to Mishnah Vav, this is an exception. Over here we go back to Eruve Chatseris. Eruve Chatseris, again, is a concept. You have an apartment building, so in order to carry from one Rishusayachet to another Rishusayachet, or from one house to another house, Midar Rais, you're allowed to do it. Midar we said going from one Rishus to another Rishus is always Asr, unless you make an Eruv. The Eruv means that you have to incorporate all the different houses and all the different Chatseris into one rishus by sharing food together. Um, however, there's a limitation to this Erev. The limitation is that if you have a city, theoretically you could make the whole city into one big rishus ayachid if you have a wall around the city. Um, you're not allowed to do that. Why? Because if you make the whole city into one big rishus ayachid, which is really more or less what's happening in a city Erev, so then people are going to forget the whole concept of not being able to carry in Rosh Hashanah and uh, therefore it's a no-go. What do you have to do in order to circumvent this? So what you, have, what you need is a shiur. You have to leave out a certain amount of the uh, Eruv and then that will, be, that will be okay. There are three opinions as to how much. One is 50 dwellings. The other is three chatseris of two houses apiece, so basically six dwellings. Um, and then the third one, which is the way that we paskin, even one chatser with one dwelling is enough of uh, is <coughs> is enough of a shield. The other thing is also is that a city, um, if this city was originally built, built as like a, a private project, you know, like 
like, uh, I can't think of a better example, let's say Disneyland. Right? Disneyland is not really a land, it's not a city. Let's say it was built for Walt Disney to live there, and then he just opened it up to the public. Or I, you know, I build Sinuit City, it all belongs to me, and I have lots of projects which I'm going to rent out to different people, or I'm going to live there with, I don't know, whatever. Yeah? Afterwards, I sell it off. So since it started off as a private enterprise, it doesn't have a din of a city for Ayrman. If, on the other hand, it started out as the city of Manhattan, lots of different people in Manhattan, and then you have one real rich guy, Donald Trump, and he buys Manhattan, and now it became Trump City, right? So the halacha is that it still gets a din of a city, and you have to have a shiur in order for them to be an Arab. So, Mishnevav. Yer shal yachid if you have a city which belongs to an individual, and then afterwards he sells it off, becomes many peoples, ma'arvim es kula. So you have to, what's it called? You can make an Erev on everything, and you don't need a shear because it's still, it, it still uh, is seen as a private enterprise. That's the way that it was built. But if it was built as a public city, then one guy buys a city, ain ma'arvim es kula, you can only make an Erev in all of it, and let, you can only make an Erev in all of it if you leave out a certain amount. How much do you have to leave out? So the Tanakhama says over here, like the city Chadasha, Chadasha is the name of a city, that was in Yehuda, that there were 50 dwellings. So you have to leave out 50 dwellings according to Tanakama. We don't pass them that way. We don't pass them that way. The Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon, I remember Rabbi Shimon says, You need three chatseris of two batim apiece. That's going to be six dwellings. Uh, we don't pass them that way either. There's a third shita brought by the Gemara, and that is even if you have one chatser with one bias, that's enough to have a shior, and then you can make an Arab on the whole city. But you need that shior if it was a public city, even if one person usurped it and bought the whole thing, and now it becomes Trump City. Everyone have a good night.